This is it. This is it. The podcast, My Road Trips Planner. Hey, my name is Shane. Welcome. If you're looking for a podcast that talks about road trips, you found it right here, right now. Just cruising along. It's about almost 8 o'clock at night right now. The sun's coming down, but there's still plenty of light outside. There's some clouds in the sky, but it's not really cloudy, so maybe mostly cloudy or partly cloudy. And it's probably about 70 degrees, and it actually feels like a comfortable night. And so I'm just cruising along right now. And so I wanted to put this out in, at the beginning of the week coming up. You know, the summer's just starting out, and I haven't put out a podcast in a little while. So I, I wanted to drop this and say that, you know, I just went on a trip a couple of weeks ago with my buddy John Chambriello, who's also known as the Connecticut wedding singer so if you're looking for someone to uh, sing at your wedding check them out the Connecticut wedding singer and so I I haven't dropped a podcast I have a lot of podcasts I've been recording I just haven't dropped them yet and so I'm gonna drop them this week and I'm also gonna I'm gonna drop this first because I want to talk about you know I think going forward, I'm going to try to do five a week, but I, I really think like I want to start the two, three, you know, maybe Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and, you know, still throwing some facts about states and other places and maybe cities and towns. But I really, I want to get back on onto dropping more podcasts, and I think even interviews as I just had uh, my first interview with um, the first person, uh, John Chabriello. Um, not the first person on my show because my my lovely wife, Kate, was the first person to be on my podcast with me. But I I really am, am looking forward to this summer. I'm going to try to get a couple day trips in. And I'm also going to try to do uh, a nice vacation this year with the fam. So there's a lot of things that really want to do, get done, that have to do with traveling. Uh, I want to drop some more pictures from my trip. I want to talk about more from the trip from Canada because there's a lot to talk about. And, you know, I think one thing to talk about is cell phones is that, you know, like for John, he had to get a digital uh, SD card, or I'm, it's probably not SD card, it's um, SIM card. And so he had to do that, and he had to buy, you know, I think it was like 10 to $15, and he could only use uh, data to call and things like that, because he has a different carrier than I do. And for me, I I really didn't have to do much. I actually had to restart my phone. But on the border, it was really hit or miss. But once I got at least 10, 15 miles from the border, my phone just turned into um, Canada. But there was some some things that, you know, they wouldn't really, like, give me or anything like that. Like, 
you can only go up to like five gigs a day, I think, or maybe it was two gigs a day of data where, you know, I have unlimited data, but in Canada I had two gigs, but I had unlimited talk and messaging, so that was really great. And so I, I really learned a lot about my phone company, Verizon, that I could just cross the border, uh, make sure my phone is on, make sure your phone, that was one thing I had to learn, make sure your phone is on roaming. If you have Verizon or any company that lets you t uh, have, you know, you can use it in Canada or Mexico. So I think that was one of the biggest things I learned really quick. And yeah, so... I think, you know, knowing that really helped that I was able to do that. You know, making sure your credit card company doesn't charge you for using uh, your credit card in another country. So I think a lot of people sometimes are like, well, Canada's a lot like America. It's just our, our neighboring country. It is a different country. They do, their, their politics are a little bit different. The way they run their government is different. Um, there are a lot of things that are alike, and then there's a lot of things that are different. You know, a lot of people that work for the government are bilingual in the sense that they've learned French and English. And I think that's one of the things I started really learning is that even some people have th no three languages. And so it's very much a place that is... You know, it, it really caters to a dual citizenship, essentially, like French and English-speaking people. And so I, I found that really interesting. I found that, you know, the way they, uh, their government is run, little things like that. Um, but I also, I also found out that, you know, even the way they're, you know, we have some Tim Hortons and in America, they don't have the same donuts, they don't have the same, I mean, even the sizes of coffee, like, coffee here, a large is a large, right? Their larges are mediums, and so their smalls are mediums, and, um, oh, I'm sorry, their, their mediums are, are, you know, they're, everything's smaller there. And so I just thought that was interesting that like their their large is essentially our medium and their medium is essentially our small. That's how I should that's that's the way to say it. And you know, their smalls are even smaller than our small. And I just thought that was really interesting. I thought that, you know, it's not the same. And even if a if a company, you know, is here in America, they do things differently. They don't do it the same way that we do things here. And so just little things like that um, was interesting because it really is a different country. But one thing I really learned really quick is that people are really bilingual. Like, you know, even though we came in through Quebec um, Providence, it was very much like people still would, you know, they were like English or French. And it was very... It was like, oh, okay. And then when you got to Ottawa, um, the capital in Ontario, they, they had tours. Like, we went on a tour, and it was like, do you want the English tour? Do you want the French tour? And it's like, whoa. And they had as many French tours as they had English tours. And so it was really interesting learning that, 
you know, there are millions and millions of people that speak French there. And I just thought it was really cool and interesting and just like, hmm, yeah. And so I really enjoyed it. I really liked, you know, getting to know people, getting to interact with people. It was really fun. And I, I think definitely go back to Canada and see the, see other parts of it. I definitely would do that. And I think that's what I'm learning more and more. It's like, you know, you just got to get out there. And you just got to put yourself in a place to understand that, hey, like, it's okay. Like, you know, like, you got to get out of your comfort zone to get to a place and be like, wow, did I just do that? I still remember, I can't remember the name of it, but it was very cool. It was in Arizona. And the one thing they told us was up by Lake Mead. And they told us, like, we went to these caverns. And they, they drive you out there. You can't drive out there yourself. And so you have to find a tour guide. And the tour guide takes you out to these caverns. And it looks like the wind has, like, um, carved out the sand and the walls. And it was really cool. But they were like, if there's any rain in the forecast or anything, they, they pick up and leave. And I was like, well, why? And they said that what happens is, is that... When the rain falls so much, it just it floods the caverns. So you have to you have to evacuate right away. And I just thought I was like, wow, that's wild. But I remember being there. I have to remember the name and I'll get that back to you. But I just I just thought that was awesome. And it was near Lake Mead. And I just thought, like, wow, you know, at any moment it could start pouring and we have to like just leave. You know, even though We've planned for this day to go to this place. And so, yeah. And I think one of the things, you know, but I would have never done that if I didn't push myself. You know, I know people go spelunking, cave um, exploring. And, you know, that's really awesome. And I'm hopefully one day I'll do that too. You know, snorkeling. That sounds fun too. And I just think overall, just pushing myself to do little things here and there. Again, I do not like heights. I do not like being on airplanes, but I learned a long time ago, if I want to get somewhere, I need to take an airplane. And so that's something I really tell myself and I really put on myself to remember that I need to, you know, push myself to get to the next place. And that... And I think that's where I come to the realization of it all that, hey, like, you know, it's okay. Like, just push yourself a little and you're going to have a great time. You just have to take yourself out of the equation and just say, okay, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to have fun. I'm going to push myself and it's going to be a good time. Because look, we have one life is given to us. And... And once we learn that and we push ourselves to understand that, that we just have to sometimes take chances and we have to push ourselves and we have to take ourselves to understand that, hey, like, let's have fun today. Let's push ourselves. And so, again, I just want to encourage you, get yourself out of your comfort zone, start planning for a trip. And that's what we're going to be talking a lot about this summer, just planning a trip, getting out there, doing something outside your comfort zone. So, hey. This is it. This is it. The podcast, My Road Trips Planner. Hey, my name is Shane. Thanks for listening. And hey, the road's open. 
Let's drive.